One thing great about Christmas is that there is an atmosphere of uh, joy. I think that, that's why I like Christmas. Uh, uh, whenever Christmas time comes, uh, there's a feeling uh, of joy. A lot of uh, parties, a lot of laughter, giving gifts, and uh, receiving gifts, especially receiving gifts is good. <laughs> All these things uh, create joy in our lives. The birth of Jesus Christ brought joy to us. I think so, it is the right way of celebrating Christmas. That celebrate it with joy, with lots of joy. Life is supposed to be enjoyed. Life, there, there's supposed to be joy in life. If there's no joy in life, what is the purpose of living? If there's no joy of salvation, then what, what kind of salvation is that? Salvation is very much connected with the joy. And Jesus Christ was born to restore that joy. A lot of people don't live with joy, so Jesus Christ came to restore that joy in us. And he lived his life that way. That's how he lived. He lived a very, very joyful life. You know, he loved parties. You know, when you read the scripture very carefully, he really loved uh, parties. He met with all kinds of people and he enjoyed his life. Every moment of his life, uh, he enjoyed so much the people who were jealous of Jesus said, oh Jesus, he is a drunkard. He is a glutton. Because they were jealous. They could not enjoy their lives like Jesus did. And Jesus was having fun with all kinds of people, even with sinners. A lot of times with sinners. He had great time. That's how he lived. We kind of have a skewed image of Jesus. We think of Jesus as always uh, being serious, solemn, and in a lot of pain and suffering. And a lot of artists actually painted Jesus, uh, the image of Jesus, uh, in this way, and rightly so, and rightly so. That is a true aspect of Jesus. Jesus who suffered. Jesus in agony. Jesus went through a lot of, you know, uh, pain. Uh, I mean, so artists were right uh, in uh, picturing Jesus in that way. Uh, also, our prophet Isaiah uh, said, uh, pictured uh, Jesus in the same way. Uh, let's uh, read Isaiah 53.3. He said, he was despised and rejected by men a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. This is what Isaiah foretold about Jesus. So the image we are familiar uh, with is uh, very much a picture of Jesus in agony. You know, 
that man of sorrow also said this. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. That man of sorrows said, I have lots of joy. So I give that joy to you so that your joy may be complete or your life may be complete. Life without joy is not complete. Life with joy is complete life. He had joy. He was a man of joy. He was filled with joy. So seeing Jesus, I have realized that short. So I'll go this way. <laughs> Seeing Jesus in this way, I realize that joy and sorrow are not mutually exclusive. Joy and sorrow coexist, I realize. At least in Jesus, he was a man of sorrows, but he said, I have joy. So within Jesus, joy and sorrow coexisted somehow. While you go through life's pain and hardships and suffering, you can still have joy. Anger, disappointment, sadness, fear, anxiety, and frustration. These are what we go through every day. No one is immune from this experience. Every day, we all go through this. That does not mean that you cannot experience joy. So, I reflected uh, on how is it possible? How that is possible? How can you have suffering on the one hand and joy, on the other hand, in the same person, in the same life. How is it possible that you can have both in you? And this is what I realized. I realized that there are different levels of emotions and experiences, I realized. Not all the emotions are at the same level. Anger, disappointment, sadness, and frustration are at one level of emotion or experience. But the joy is at another level, the deeper level of emotion or experience. And at this experience or emotion of joy is not triggered by what you're going through and what you're experiencing. Let me put it this way to make the understanding easier. Uh, when you see the ocean, there's a water on the surface. When the wind, winds blow and storm comes, the water at the surface reacts violently. But hundred meters down below, there's same water, same ocean water. 
And when the winds blow and storm uh, hits the water, the water, same, even though it's the same water, it does not uh, really uh, act violently. Relatively calm. Same water, only difference is at a different level. If joy is the same emotion that we experience, but it is at different level. It is still our emotion, but it is at different level. Wow. That's why St. Paul said, rejoice always. Because it's at the superficial level, you can never uh, rejoice always. Because you will always react to the uh, situation, your environment, and to what you experience, you all this joy will never be always. And I realize because it's down below that is possible. Rejoice always. Having joy at the deeper level of our existence is crucial for us to have meaningful life. Life without joy cannot be called real life. Life is more than duties and responsibilities. Life has to be filled with joy. There has to be joy in life. Joy of pleasure, joy of eating, joy of meeting friends, joy of reading, joy of entertainment, joy of serving, joy of doing meaningful things, joy of learning, joy of praying, joy of worship, joy of singing. There has to be joy in whatever we do. Whatever we do, we need to enjoy them. But the thing is, when, the, when there is no joy at the deeper level of your existence, Eating itself cannot give you joy. Entertainment itself cannot give you joy. So, when you have something that you enjoy so much, whether it's food or travel or whatever, when there is something that you enjoy so much, uh, be thankful. You should be thankful that you can do that. There are some people who have nothing to really enjoy in their lives. They eat just to survive. They watch TV because there's nothing to do. They go to work, but they don't seem to enjoy being there. They come to church out of responsibility. The bigger the joy you have at the root of your soul, the more you can enjoy your life. It is not the travel itself that gives joy. When there is joy at the deeper level of your experience, you can enjoy the travel so much. It is not the life circumstances that give you joy, 
But when there is a joy at the deeper level of your existence, you can enjoy every moment of your life. Every simple thing that you do. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars to enjoy your life, to experience joy. In the simplest thing, you can find joy. The people who are filled with joy, they walk around and see the flower, and then, wow, so beautiful. They can enjoy it. They hear birds singing, and then, wow, it is so good. They can appreciate, they can enjoy their lives, every single moment of their lives, and every single thing that they see and experience around them. When there is a joy at the deeper level of your existence, then how do you get the joy at the deeper level of your existence? How do you get that? And I realize that whatever you experience in your lives, whether it's a fun, party, or travel, eating, whatever, I realize that they cannot enter deeper into my soul. It affects me at the superficial level, at the water level, but it cannot penetrate into deeper level. I realize that. So for a while we enjoy it, but it cannot. It just remains at the uh, surface level. It cannot enter deeper into our soul, into the deeper level of our existence, I realize. And I realize that the, this joy at the root of your soul is only possible when your deepest desire is satisfied. When your deepest desire is satisfied, then you can have joy there. And only God can satisfy that deepest desire that you have. When that deepest desire within you is not satisfied, joy is not possible. And only God can satisfy your soul. Only God can satisfy that deepest desire that you have. Only God can penetrate beyond, through the surface, into the depth of our soul and satisfies it and then joy is created. Life can be cruel. Life can be cruel. Sometimes waking up in the morning is a chore. You start the day with gloominess. You start the day with anxiety Keeping happy, happy face is hard. But still, we can smile because my deepest desire is satisfied by God. Day by day, 
We need to come to God with our deepest desire. Lord, this is not something that can be satisfied by what I do. Only you can satisfy this. We need to come to God with that desire. I heard somewhere, and she said, in, every day's, in everybody's life, some rain will fall. And what remains after the rain depends on how well we dance through the rain. Rain will fall on all of us someday. But what remains is whether we can dance through the rain, singing in the rain. This is what St. Paul said. Rejoice in the Lord always. He said, rejoice. This is a different book. Uh, the book that we read was the Thessalonians. That was the first book in the 50s he wrote. And then Philippians, a little later he wrote, so a little bit more uh, established in terms of theology and understanding. He said, rejoice in the Lord, Lord always. And he says the same thing, but he uh, elaborates a little bit more. Again, I will say, rejoice. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is elaboration. Rejoice always. Why? Because the peace of God that surpasses our understanding will guard our hearts and minds. That's why you can rejoice always. You will experience all kinds of things, but peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, which is beyond our understanding, will guard my thinking, my heart, and my mind. That's why you can rejoice always. Present your requests and your desire to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That peace, that peace within you. When that peace dances, that is joy. So joy and peace are the same thing. When the peace within us starts dancing, that is joy. And this joy is a power to go through all persecutions, hardships, and difficulties. Last week I saw a very good movie actually. Watched it. Of Gods and Men. It is about a month uh, in Algeria. In monastery. Uh, that's the, the last scene uh, just before they were all killed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but still, still good, even if you know what I mean. Still good. 
it's, a, it's based on a true story. And then uh, they had two bottles of wine, and all the monks, priests uh, gathered together and shared the wine and bread. And not communion, but actually. And then in the beginning, they're smiling on that. And then slowly uh, becomes very serious. And then tears you see and all that. But I saw peace there. Peace that surpasses understanding. And that peace gives them the assurance and confidence in life. Even the persecutions, even in persecution. And that peace gives us joy. Deep joy. That is confidence in life. Through this Christmas season, not the superficial joy that you entertain yourself, but I hope all of you may be filled with joy that Jesus Christ brought to us.